is, is, is self-governing. In other words, we don't have anybody. Uh, a lot of people talk about the Baptist religion or this, that, or the denomination. We are an independent Baptist church. We are as independent as your family. You have your family, and you deal with your family the way God leads you to deal with your family. And uh, there's nobody over you. Now, we have to adhere to things outside, like we do have weather, and we do have government government and things like that, that but but when it comes down to making the decisions for the church we make our own decisions here and we don't look to some headquarters we I don't receive I don't receive my sermon every week from a headquarters in a book okay uh, and so uh, we don't have anybody I don't have anybody that that uh, that checks in on what's going on with us. We have people that encourage. Now we do we do fellowship with other independent Baptist churches and other independent Baptist preachers, but we we are our own church, and, and every church has its own personality. All right, no such thing as some invisible church, universal church. There's no, no such thing. No such thing. Now uh, I hear people all the time take things out of context, and it's and and not going to change, and they're 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 set on that. And uh, I mean, I like I like studying the Greek and Hebrew. But if you get off in the Greek and Hebrew, where you get off the scriptures and you start challenging and the scriptures, then you ought to get off it. Amen. Amen. You guys are awful quiet this morning. What's the matter? You tired? I'm kind of tired. I was under the weather also. Yeah. Over the, um, yeah. Getting over it. Um, My ears still plugged up. So, so the church, the Lord Jesus Christ, in the first paragraph on the page, He left us here to carry on His work. When we receive the Lord Jesus Christ as personal Savior, He doesn't take us to heaven, He leaves us here. And He leaves us here for His work. Matthew chapter 28, 19 and 20. Matthew 28, 19 and 20 in your Bibles. We're going to look at that scripture first. Matthew 28, 19 and 20. I'm going to read it. Yeah, go ahead. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Now, it, it, it says in your blanks, you can fill in number one go ye. Go ye. Oh. It's a go. It's not. It's not. It's not, okay, I go to church. It, go ye. It's, 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 and it says teach, number two, teach all nations. What are we supposed to teach them? We're, we're supposed to teach them how to know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. You have to learn that. You have to, they have to understand that. We have to teach them. We have to be willing, willing to take the Scripture, okay, Not what I think, but the scripture and share with them how they can know Christ. That's what we're teaching them. That's what the context is talking about. And then it says this, baptizing them. We teach them first to be receive Jesus Christ. You receive Jesus Christ. Then you're baptized. Somebody tell me what baptism is. 
It's a well. It's actually just a symbol of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Okay. What? Anybody else? Dead to sin, risen in the newness of life. It's a demonstration of professed faith. What is it? It's demonstrating the dead, buried in him, and rising with him. Death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Okay. And and the key thing, the preposition. The key thing that we need to remember is it's after, not before salvation. Okay? If you get baptized before your salvation, what'd you do? You just got wet. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Baptism is after salvation. Okay? Uh, and so so baptizing them. Who and, and so uh, and then it says teaching them, look at it, uh, that, that blank four. Teaching them to observe all things. What's that? That means we're that means we are discipling them. That uh, Arnold's grandson-in-law is here today, and he, he works with mechanical, and he remembers when he just started with it, and he didn't know what was going on, and then he had to train. Mm -hmm. Now you could go to a class, one thing, but when you get out there with somebody who knows what they're talking about, right. and they yeah. show you the tools that you want to buy, and, and and things you have to do. And have to be careful of because you can get hurt with that stuff, right? And uh, balancing and testing and all that stuff. And, and what what they did was is what in in that trade is what the Bible is teaching us to do with people is to is to teach them in the Christian life. Mm -hmm. Okay, when you for when a person first gets saved, it's like that new great great granddaughter, uh, Dylan. Uh, she all she knows is eat, sleep, poop. You know, you change diapers. Oh, do you really? God bless your heart. Amen. Amen. She's got you trained good. But 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 uh, uh, you, as she goes on, she'll learn different things. As your as your other two have learned, they they'll learn how to do this and they learn how to do this. You remember that they first take their first step. And you go, oh, they took their first step. And then you'll say, lock everything up now and you know, hide everything. But but they but they learn and and as parents we are to to, to teach them, right? To, to teach our kids. Well, that's the same thing with as Christians, when we lead somebody to Christ, we need to teach them. We need to teach them. And so that's the responsibility now. Teaching them to observe all things. Uh, let us see, it gives you some more scriptures where the where the, uh, the we call it the Great Commission is is given to us throughout the the Gospels, uh, and so so uh, here's what I want here's what I want you to understand that 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 go ye and teach and baptize and teach is is not given to just anybody. It's given to the local church. Okay, it's given to the local church, and that's important. Uh, the, the second the second part the church has ordinances now we're going to study these ordinances we'll study these ordinances in in uh, in in uh, depth a little bit more but uh, baptism baptism when when baptism is given to the local church okay it's not given to somebody it's not given to somebody when they get saved to some friend's house and they go out in the swimming pool and walk and baptize them 
You say, well, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that is that's not the proper agent. It's not the proper. We are of the authority who baptizes. The local church. That's it. Uh, and, and I've seen people do, do different things different times, but it's not. It's, it's not. It's the local church. And then the other ordinance is, is, is the Lord's table, the Lord's supper. And we'll go over that in chapter study 12. We'll get to that down the road. But that's also given to the local church. It's not, it's not. And I've, 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 I've heard of people say, well, you know, we're having our wedding and we're going to have, we're going to have communion at the wedding. Well, that's not what a wedding's for. Right. Exactly. That's, that's weird. That's not for what, well, the, here's what they're trying to do. They're trying to, trying to make it a little bit more spiritual. Right. Okay. But in, 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 in the effort to do that, they're stepping outside the lines. They, mm -hmm. You know, they'll have the communion with the grape juice, and then after after they'll have a they'll have a reception with alcohol, and everybody gets drunk. Well, that's kind of a that's kind of a a uh, oxymoron. But anyhow, but um, what we what we need to do, what we need to understand is the local church is given that ordinance, not anybody else. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's a purpose. God, God, God doesn't do anything just to do something. That's that's why some people believe that God created the heavens and the earth and He just let it go. Theistic evolution. It's not true. And so God doesn't give us anything in His Word. He doesn't give us the ordinances. He doesn't give us the Great Commission. He doesn't give us Lord the table. He gives that to us as a church to guard how we do that and when we do that and do it right according to his scriptures. And when we th take things flippantly, we get outside God's boundaries. That's what Saul did. Saul decided he would sacrifice. It was not his responsibility. It was the prophet's responsibility. Exactly. And God said to obey is better than to sacrifice. Mm, right. He said... He said, he said, and, and from then on, Saul was, was done as a king. And so we need to understand that. Now, here's what I want to get to today is the church and me. The church and me. Or well, the church financed. We'll get over, we'll go over that tithing and stewardship in, in study 20. The church is financed. We don't get any government assistance. We don't get any, we don't get any uh this or that, we, 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 we finance it through his, his people giving, hopefully. And, and tithing is not tipping. And it says tithes and offerings. And so it's important. And we need to be faithful in that. Uh, so we'll get into that down the line. But the church and me, how, what is my responsibility to the church? Why am I here? What does God expect from me. Okay? I had somebody walk in one time to this church. They said, okay, what are the church rules? Caught me off guard. Because we don't sit there and we don't have a we have a constitution. But we're, really our guidebook is the Bible. Mm -hmm. But what are our church rules? Well, you know, they've been in a church that gave them a set of rules to abide by. Do this, do this, do this, don't do this. So, what church will? Well, I've told you this once, and I've told you this before. There have been people that have come to this church that as a pastor, uh, my discerning heart as a pastor and the Holy Spirit, my antennas have gone up. 
when you have people come to the church and you're receiving the offering and they, they watch the offering, watch where it goes, and they're really attentive to what their people are doing with it, you need to think, <coughs> man, these people might be casing the joint. Okay? And that happens. I, I have to be I have to be careful who deals with children. There's a lot of sex offenders out there. Right. Okay? Now, I'm old school. I believe in the doctrine of castration. Somebody messes with a kid, I feel like taking them out in the woods and castrating them. That's what I feel like. Now, you say, well, that's pretty mean. Well, whatever. Uh -huh. But uh, kids kids are vulnerable. And I'm talking about teens. Listen, listen. There are churches all over the United States that they have had people on staff that have molested. Uh -huh. Right. Molested young people. There are there are the Catholic Church. One of, one, of, one of their biggest ministries is covering up, messing with kids, altar boys, and all those. It goes deep. We'll never know this side of heaven. Right. What went on? It doesn't. It's not the Baptist Church. It's not the Methodist Church. It's not the Presbyterian Church. It's not the Charismatics. It's not the All Grand Church. It's everybody. Mm -hmm. And there's predators out there. Beat them. There's predators out there, and they. And so, uh, I have to I have to watch. Right. I have to watch as a pastor for that. You say, well, what happens when something like that happens? My first call is to the police. First call. You say, well, what if somebody reports something? My first call is to the police. You say, well, don't you don't you have to figure out whether it's true? No. First call the police, get a third party with it on record, and they deal with it. Mm -hmm. they, 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 they find out. They find out whether it's wrong. Now, if, if there's an accusation, somebody makes a false accusation, the police show up, it gets serious because if it's false, they'll back down. But I had, I went to a guy was I went to school with a guy that was molesting kids in my church. He's in jail today. Say so why? My first call was to the police. Don't play. Don't play. Uh, <clears throat> people are, people, kids, kids are, kids are dealing with psychological problems, and and they and they turn out if they don't get help, they're 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 ruining the rest of their life. It's tr it's a tragedy that's going on in America, and there are people in in political and high economic levels, and all those people that do it. There are people that want to make. Molestation, okay. Yeah. Okay? It's not with God. But as a church, as a church, we take it serious. We take it serious. And so, 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 as a church, as a church, it's important that we understand how we operate should be uh, according to God's word, and we should, we should understand that we operate independently of other churches. But, what what should I do with the church? Well, first of all, uh, there's 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 four four things here. Number one, um, uh, first the church would be number one. The first thing I have to do is join it. Join it. Be part of a church. Now there's a there's a real there's a real there's a real. Uh, and I was talking about people talking about a universal church and this and, and they're saying, well, you know, are you part of church? Yeah, I'm part of the universal church. Well, where's it located? And who's the pastor? 
Well, they'll say the headquarters of heaven, the pastor is Jesus Christ. Well, where do you take your time? I mean, a tithe, isn't a tithe a tangible thing that goes to a tangible place? Very. Where do you give your, okay, where do you worship? Now they say, oh, I worship in the woods, okay, whatever. So, 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 what, what's it mean? Look at Acts chapter 2, verse, Acts chapter 2, and, 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 and notice, 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 notice what it says in the context there. Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. And uh, verse 42 begins, begins, they continue steadfastly. Well, in verse 41, then they that gladly received his word. What's that? Received his word. They got saved. They got Salvation. saved, right? right? Salvation. They received his word. And then after they received his word, they were what? Baptized. They were baptized. And notice what it says in verse 41. And the same day they were what? They were added unto them what? 3,000 souls. About 3,000 souls. So what it's saying is those people got saved, and when they got baptized, they became members of that church. Okay, and so so look at Acts chapter two and verse forty-seven. It says this: praising God and having favor with all people, and the Lord. And that's that's a word you ought to understand. The Lord, not the preacher, not the deacon, not the trustee, not the people. And the Lord added to the church what daily, daily such as should be saved. That's good. In other words, when they got saved, they were baptized. Them. They became part of the local church, that local church of Jerusalem. And that's important. Every Christian, every Christian, every Christian, the Lord added, Acts 2.47, that blank, the Lord added, the Lord added unto the church daily, daily. And, and, and then in Acts, our 1 Corinthians 12.18, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and 8, verse 18. Let's look at that together. Who's God? But now had God sent the members, every one of them in the body, as it had pleased him. Now, this chapter is controversial. This what? This chapter is controversial. Because uh, let, let me have, let, let, let's let's get on the same page, okay? I'm not trying to I'm not trying to manipulate you. I'm just going to ask you a question. What is the, what is the context of this? This this book, this this First Corinthians. Do with gifts. Who's it talked to? The Church of Corinth. It's it's church talking to a specific church. Am I okay with that? Yeah. Okay. So it's talking to a specific specific church. Now, in this chapter, they were fighting. Mm -hmm. There was there was a lot of things wrong with that church. There's no perfect churches. Amen. And uh, but they had all kinds of things going on. I mean, crazy stuff. So one thing was they were fighting. Who's going to do this? And who's going to do that? And who's going to do this? Mm -hmm. So Paul says, "Okay, you got to understand this. You've got to move as a unit. If you're not working together as a unit, you're going to have chaos." 
that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. I mean, you got any guys going to watch football this afternoon? Anybody going to watch any football? Those football teams, some teams, you see, they get their heads in because, you know, everybody's pointing finger at everybody else. You should have had this guy. And you said, then you have the teams that are just all working all together. They're the ones that win the Super Bowl. You know, they're working all together. They, they work as a unit. What Paul was saying to this church, he, he says, he says, everybody can't be the finger. Everybody can't be this. Right. You have to be in the place that God wants you. So when he uses that word body, he's not talking about some mystical thing. He's using the human body. When, when, when your human body's not working right, what do you do? Go to the doctor. Go to the doctor or drink or something. Do something, do, do something to make you feel better, right? Uh, go to the doctor. How many doctors you got, Arnold? Only about four. Mm. You get more as the older you get. I, I, I'm going to an ear, nose, and throat doctor this week. So, mm. uh, but 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 you have different doctors. You have a heart doctor, cardiologist, and all different people. You have doctors. You 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 you, you know when you went there the other night, Terry, and you get you get a get a bill. You'll have different people that looked at it. You know, charge you a thousand dollars for an aspirin. You know that kind. Of, but anyhow, they uh. They, 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 you have all these different doctors and everything, but they, they, they have a specialty, right? Right. And, and, and everything needs to be right. Have you ever, have you ever heard of where somebody gives you a, give somebody a prescription and they didn't check the medicine the people were taking before they gave the prescription. And so it's interaction. It, 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 there's a, there's a what? Drug interaction. Yeah. Drug, it's gotta be drug interaction or there's, there, there's a reaction, right? I think some, some drugs even cancel other drugs out. I don't know. You guys know better than me. But, but what he's saying is the body has to operate. The body. And so, so what, what it's saying in here, here it's saying in 1 Corinthians, God's, God has set the members in the body. That's, that's the answer there. He set the members in the body. In other words... God sends people to that church to be part of that church. I, I, I don't think we take take this seriously enough, but if God has sent you to a place, that's the place he sent you. Mm-hmm. Right? Arnold, did you ever get deployed when you were in the military? Almost. Almost. Mm-hmm. Got, got as close as uh, the equipment was... Loaded onto the planes and ready to take off. So, but you were you were there. You were there. You, you were at a place where where they had you before that, right? Yeah. Where were you stationed? In Fort Campbell, Kentucky, Monmouth, New Jersey, and Fort Huachuca, Arizona. So those three. So three places. But that was the place you were sent. That was your responsibility. You had to be there. Okay. You were sent there for a purpose. Did you get deployed any? Yes, sir. Where'd you go? Desert Shield. Desert Storm. Desert, Desert Shield. Desert Storm. Yep. That's where they saw us coming and went, ah! Mm-hmm. That was funny. Yep. Saudi Arabia, Kuwait. Do you have any of those cars with the guys' names on Heads on them? Do you, do you, yeah. do you ever see those cars? I saw them. Uh, the baseball cars. Right? But, but you had a, you had a, uh, yeah, you had a, uh, you had a mission. Yep. You, what was your, what was your, Right? What was your job? I was corporal, and my job was to kill. <laughs> That's what I said. I said. I said the Marines. Uh, 
I said, how you doing, Marines? They said, doing fine, sir. I said, what are you supposed to do? He said, kill people, tear stuff up. That's what, that's what we said. That's, like that's, that's what he said, exactly. Didn't, didn't, didn't miss a beat. And so, so what, I'm, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, you had a mission, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, we need to understand, we have a mission here. Amen. It's, this is important. It's God expects us to be part of this organism at Faith Independent Baptist Church, 7700 Northern Avenue. It's very important. It's very important. It's a serious thing. And, and some Christians take church more serious than others, but God takes it serious, and so should we. And so we need to, first of all, join it. Everybody In the, in the New Testament, the re- reason why you get a misinterpretation of the church in the New Testament is because there are assumptions throughout the New Testament that, that Paul makes and the Bible makes. One assumption is that every Christian is linked to a local church. Now, if some of these people from Acts were reincarnated, they could come back and they could say, you go to church and are you a Christian? Say, well, I'm a Christian, but I don't go to church. They'd say, well, you can't be a Christian. They'd be hard on you. Mm. Uh-huh. It is assumed that a person that believes assembles. Don't get quiet on me now. Amen. It's a truth, isn't it? That's a truth. It's that's why there's a misinterpretation. This is the Christian life is not a smorgasbord. It's not where you pick and choose. There's one menu. Amen. And one entree. You know, one appetizer, one dessert. I mean that, that's the way it is. You 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 know it's 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 not all you can eat. It's all that's all you can eat. I mean it's it's specified that we are to be part of a local church. Now that if you if you've never heard that before, or understood that before, you need to understand because when you stand before Jesus Christ, and my job as a pastor is to make sure your judgment day goes pretty good. Mm-hmm. You stand before Jesus Christ, he's gonna, he's, you're going to answer for that. We're going to answer for how we related to our local church. That's scary. Because Amen. it's hit and miss with a lot of people. Okay? So, so uh, second, we ought to love it. Look at, it says this. In Ephesians 5.25, Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. He loved the church and gave himself for it. Now, what's it talking about? I think that's that's a twofold statement. I think it, that's a, a, a twofold statement. Number one, I believe he loves us. He loves the people in the church. But Amen. but but also, I believe it's prophetical in that one day we're going to be assembled together, everybody in heaven. Mm-hmm. You understand? We're living in the church age. Yes. When God comes back and we're 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 raptured to heaven, we're all going to be in heaven for a little bit. And we're going to be together. Amen. It's going to be a great assembly. Amen. Amen. And uh, so, so it's it's important. It's important if 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 Christ loves the church, then we ought to. Now, love is love is a strong word. Amen. I mean, I love milkshakes. Me too, best. I mean, I mean Chick Fil A. If I don't get anything else in Chick Fil A, I get a milkshake. I mean, they, they do pretty good. They're pretty nice. 
you know, they say, my pleasure, yo. You know, that stuff. I did that to someone there. They turned around and looked at me like I was being sarcastic. <laughs> I, went to, I went to one down here, down here inside the Beltway, and I, I pulled past him, and these, these ladies pulled up in this car, and he was getting ready to take their order. He says, we're out of chicken. <laughs> I, I almost had to get out the car and laugh. That was funny. But, uh, no, I like milkshakes. I love you know how you know how you talk about certain food you love it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, we're really not in love with the food. We just enjoy it a whole lot, right? Have you ever thought about love? Really love the Bible way. I love truth. That's what I love. Yeah, but I, but but Jesus Christ loved the church. Mm-hmm. He's talking about the people. He's talking about everything about it. Now, if you want to dissect it. Take it apart and everything. You can do that, but I'm I'm just taking I'm taking the whole ball of wax, and and he gave us the program. He gave us the the way to observe it, and he loves it. Loves every bit of it. He lo- there's 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 nothing that God has given us in the Bible on how the church should function that is not perfect. Imperfect people are working it. Right. But he's there to help us. The Amen. Holy Spirit, we've got the Word of God. Okay? And so so we need to love it. And then we need to support it. Support it. Now, we're not talking about financially right now. We'll talk about that later. But the church is a place where you grow and find comfort and fellowship. Uh, what's Hebrews 10.25 say? Not forsaking it's the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of such it, uh, as a manner of some is. But exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Now, assembling of yourselves together. Every time the doors open, you need to be in your church. Amen. You say, well, preacher, I'm working. Well, we understand people work and everything, but you know what? If you're working during a church time, that you ought to pray that God works out where you can be there. Where your work can change to fit his schedule. That's good. Yeah. I mean, if God can raise the dead... And if God can make the blind to see, God can still the waters. He can change that schedule. Some people don't want to change it. Mm-hmm. But God says, it says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. It's important to be at church. I, I got to tell you something. The strongest church Christians are the ones that are faithful at church. Mm-hmm. Preacher, I'm tired. Be tired of church. You can sleep in the back. I was up until four yesterday. Just don't snore too loud. Mm-hmm. Now, now, you understand, you understand that there's not many things that go on in this church noise-wise that bother me. I mean, we got kids in there. Now, I know preachers. I know preachers. I know other preachers that would not have it. And, and, and speaker, <laughs> speakers that come in, Speakers that come in to preach, I just tell them, if you can't deal with this, I'll preach. Right. I said, I don't want you to stop. I, 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 I let them know. I, I tell everybody, don't, don't, don't be messing with these kids are in here because they want to be in here. If they make noise, that's kid noise. You just keep preaching. Amen. Amen. Okay? I said, these parents are trying to teach these kids how to sit up in church. Right. You know, the nursery doesn't treat, teach kids how to be in church. And you're, fi- you're fine, like I said last week, you're finding more and more 
Most people will not release their children to people they don't know, whether well, in church or not, because of all all this going on. It's like yeah. a lot of, a lot of these churches don't even have nurseries anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got to They don't. They don't. But uh, Tim, you tired? I'm alright. Tim, you never gets tired. I, I'm asking you to tell the truth. You're tired, aren't you? I am. So he now he could he he you've been up since what time? I went to work at two. He went to work at two. Well, wow, man. Now he's at church here. Amen. And he's going to keep his eyes open. Amen. And, 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 and now, no, I was just taught you're a great example. You're a perfect example. I walked in. Yeah, I mean, most totally people would have gone home and went to sleep. Right. Or did jujitsu. Well, you know what? Jesus didn't Intense. feel like dying on the cross either. Well, I understand that. I understand that. But Preach your brother. <laughs> he's been around all those fruits and nuts over there. He's charged up. Yeah. So, but but not forsaken that some of yourselves go. This is the place. This is your church. This is your church, and and it's important that we understand that. Now you say, preacher, are you going to get all over me? I don't get all over people. I wish you'd be here. I tell you, I'd miss you. I'm not going to chew, chew your face off. But when you stand before Christ every time that you weren't here because and you were supposed to be here, you're going to have to answer for that. Let that sink in. That's scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like some guy said, one of the preachers said, let that sink into your head, bucko. I mean, that, let, let me tell you something. We, we think God's going to let us slide. No, it's going to We think, well, you know, I'm having, we're going to cast our crowns and we're going to eat. No, there's going to be some, there's going to be some accountability. Yeah. Now you say, well, preacher, I heard these preachers say God's going to show a movie of your, of your, of your, no, he's not. That is a stupid statement. I've looked for it. I can't find it. Your works are going to be tried by fire. And 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 this, you say, well, you know, it's it's such a simple thing. Why are you making a big deal about church attendance? It's so simple, preacher. Well, God makes a big deal about it. God makes a big deal about it. And men, we need to set the example. Yep, exactly. We Amen. need to set the example of being faithful. Uh, you know, people know. People know if they come to our church, if relatives come to our church, we're going to church. You're right. not staying at my house and sleeping while I'm at church. If you come to my, as for me and my house, Amen. You say, well, I, I'm not. I, I'm your relative. Well, if you come, come stay. Don't come on Sunday if you're not going to go to church. Amen. Don't come on Wednesday if you're not going to go to church. Now, you start setting that thing, they'll start coming to church with you and some of your unsaved relatives might get saved. You don't know. So it's important. It's important that we, we're going to, we're, guys, we're going to give account for that. Our kids are going to give account for that. Church is not a rest stop. It's not, it's not a 7-Eleven. It's not someplace you just go in case, you know, if there's nothing else to do, I guess I'll go to church. That's dumb. And we laugh, we laugh, but that's the way a lot of people think. Now, I got a lot to be thankful for. I, I, I've told you about my dad. My dad got saved. If he hadn't gotten saved, we'd have probably been in big houses with big money. He was he was the kind of guy that was only attracted to being executive. He was he was the kind of guy that would own something big. I mean, that's the way he was. But God saved him, and then God called him to preach. And he didn't go right then, but when he went, he started raising us right. He started raising us right. 
and he raised us, his dad was an alcoholic, he raised us a little tighter, and he told me and told, told my brothers and sisters, I, I raised you a little bit tighter than maybe I should, but I, I was, and we said, we understand that. But, but if, if it was time to be in church, it was time to be in church, and we'd have to dress like we're going to church and be in church and act right. Let me just tell you something, he wouldn't, he wouldn't discipline me in church, but when we got home, there was weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. If we must be misbehaving in church, that's child abuse. <laughs> yeah, well, it worked. It, it, it didn't make. It didn't mess me up. I'm okay. Um, so, 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 su support it. Support it. Yep. Plan to attend the meetings. Plan to be at special meetings. Plan to be at special meetings for your special group. Be part of what's going on for. Um, and then, and then uh, the last thing is value it. Look at look at Acts chapter two and verse. Uh, they were added to the church. Acts two forty two. Acts two forty two. And somebody get First John one three. Acts two forty two. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship. And breaking of bread and in prayers. Okay, now they didn't write a new Bible. They, 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 the doctrine was the doctrine of the Word of God. It was the doctrine that they brought. You understand what I'm saying? They they continued in the in the doctrine. You know, fellas, what we what what you what your church believes is important. Down to the 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 the, the little least fitting. Now, you know that Alaskan Airlines debacle and all that that went on this with the plug and everything? Well, the head of the group, the head of the group, his name is John. He's a personal friend of mine. He's a deacon at my brother's church. He's trying to retire, and then they throw this in his lap. He's the, he's the head guy. I saw him out there. I, yeah, I, I gave you the yeah, article. <clears throat> And all these news reporters were there asking him questions and everything, but but they have the NTSB has to investigate facts, no assumptions, and and something that went wrong with that's not a it's a, it's it's we would call it a door, but it's a plug, and it operates where it comes out and then it slides when you get on the plane. So there are there are there are things that come together, that that mesh together. There are parts. Something went wrong with that part, or something was not there. And so they have to investigate that. They actually found the plug. <clears throat> they actually found it in somebody's backyard, and uh, they found that. So so <clears throat> that, that they grounded all those planes. Those guys are losing uh, seventy million dollars a day. over what we would say just a little thing. It's not a little thing. Okay? And so I said that to say this. Down to the little, the smallest screw rivet, those planes are, it's important. It's, it's important to God. Little things mean a lot to God. They're, they're big to God. Amen. Okay? So, you know, you know, I heard, I heard, I heard yesterday that people are throwing fentanyl and morphine 
just a little bit into drugs. Did you know that? It doesn't take much. I mean, it doesn't take much. And, and we, we need to understand the good things, the little things that are good. We need to keep those in mind, okay? And then uh, value that doctrine, the apostles' doctrine. And then 1 John 1, 3, who has that? That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. And then in Acts chapter 2, verse 46, anybody close there? Breaking of bread, eating together. For, this, uh, this, is, this, 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 is, this is the partaking of the Lord's table. And uh, we, we should carry out that ordinance and then... And then Number, number four is prayers. That last blank on the page is prayers. Now, our, our church, this is God's church. This is not our church. It is important that we are part of it and that we are involved and, and that we are faithful. It's important. It's important to God. It's important we understand. And, and God has not given us, God has not given us uh, the church and the scriptural way to operate the church and make it hard. They, they, uh, the sports, the major sports that we have now, they've been changing rules. They've changed rules for baseball. You have so many, so, so long to pitch and everything. They changed rules in football. And you know what happened? You know what's happened this year? And it's, 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 it's been hard for the players, and it's hard for the umpires and referees. You know, and it's like the purity of the game is gone anymore. It's not the, it's not the game it was. Well, God did not design how the church is to function for it to be difficult to us. If it's difficult to you to be faithful, if it's difficult for you to be part of your church, then the problem is not with God, it is with you. It is with us. And, and 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 it doesn't if you're saved and the Holy Spirit of God is is you're listening to the Holy Spirit of God in your heart, you know deep down this is an important place. This is an important place. And and and, and by the way, as, as your pastor, if you're if you're a man, don't complain about the church, what's going on in church, help change it. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Be part of the solution, not part of the problem. I don't know if you hear that on the on the job. I don't want to hear the problem. I want to hear the solution, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the, the drama queens talk about the, the problems. The guys who guys who promote and get to work, they're the ones that just, hey, here's the problem, just fix it. Not exactly the way. And and so that's that's the way it is with church. We're to be we're to be the solution guys. And God has a solution, amen? Amen. Amen. God bless you. That's preach. I have a question.